You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the All-Star Break Edition of Restore the Floor with the great Evan Jenkins. I'm Stoney, and... uh, We'll take a look at some of the things that we loved about the All-Star Games in times of present and past. But unfortunately, we do once again have to talk about our favorite basketball team, uh, the Detroit Pistons, who are now entering the All-Star break with a tremendous record of 8-46. and So the good news is they only have 38 games left to play. The bad news is they're 8-46, and and actually are only, shall we say, five losses in the in the column as far as being out of the top four, or in the top four, because the top four is what counts. So they'll be okay as being, because Portland right now is 36 uh, losses, and the Pistons have 46. So they should be okay at least getting that. But Washington, as far as having the best chances, or actually is a three, the, the top three have the best chance, but... Pistons might not end up with the worst record in the league. They're only one game uh, behind Washington. No, there's there's time for that. Um, <laughs> well, I'm still as confused as ever about what the heck this team is doing and the direction they're going. And we talked to Troy Weaver, and thanks, Mr. Weaver, for coming on. That was absolutely awesome because he was. I thought he was pretty darn candid with yes. us. But what I was watching on uh, Wednesday night, I don't know what the hell that was, man. It, yeah. It's I mean, they played 13 guys. 13 at least 7 minutes. That's crazy. It was it, it was nuts. I mean, look, the first part of the road trip when they won the two games in Sacramento and Portland, they played okay. I mean, obviously they won. And even after the trade deadline, the Saturday afternoon game against the Clippers, they at least looked like a basketball team for most of the game competitive fun yes. to watch and that's all we really asked for right then they had two days off and it looked like okay you need practice to get all these new guys involved and the laker game was a blowout and la- uh, the phoenix game you know it says 16 points but it was it over- wasn't that close no it was not that close and in fact when you look the you look at it and we'll get into the pregame activity in a second um Phoenix, well, I saw Bradley Beal's out. All right, that's good. Yeah. So then Booker gets thrown out five minutes into the game. Sweet. You have to be able to compete in that game with two of their alleged big three out, right? Yeah. I mean, well, go look at the box scores again. <laughs> at some time this offseason, they're going to have to have a hard conversation. Do we stay with Kay? Do we stay with Jaden Ivey? Did you see what Ivey did do last night? <laughs> Two he was points. bad last night. He had two points. He yes. played 15 minutes. And he had some turnovers. He, he was bad last That was like his first really bad game in a while. Right, but Cade Cunningham also did not play a good game. No. And I just wonder, is there really that much difference of a leash between those two? That I just, I see all the turnovers and stuff for Cade, and I don't, I don't know who I would choose between the two. I'd probably lean towards Ivy at this point because I think he can get to the bucket a little bit better. I think Ivy at his ceiling is probably better, but I think at the floor he's w- worse. You know what I mean? I mean, Cade, yeah. The way I look at this team as at, at the break is, and I was 
talking to somebody today. I said, the problem is it's not that they're bad, but the future, the more this plays out, and like I said, we need to let it all, as John Jansen would say, let it all play out the rest <laughs> of the season. It looks like they're quote-unquote core four, four good players, not a star among the four. No, absolutely And not. that's the problem. And you might get an all-star berth out of one of these guys or something, but yeah. that does not. Right. That does not make you a superstar in this league. No. Now, who knows in the offseason, we'll talk about it until we're blue in the face, that Asar Thompson can develop some kind of outside shot. But if not, he's just a, a, a wing who can, you know, run down the floor and do some cool stuff and play good defense, which every team needs, but he's not going to be a star. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why do you why do you think in the NBA? I was thinking about this in driving in this morning. Um, you don't ever see a head coach go after a player, chew them out, right? Like they're all the opposite of Tom Izzo. Yeah, in the NBA, right? And I kind of feel, I understand these guys are paid a ton of money. They're pros, yada yada. But Monty, rip into these dudes. You see a bad turnover, call a timeout and yank their ass out of the game. I don't get why he's not doing that type of stuff. Like, why is it acceptable that you can go down the floor, turn the ball over multiple times in a row, and then still be out there? I Or not calling a timeout? Like, dude, listen, you're, if you're not going to compete in the game, use your timeouts and use them wisely. I don't care. Like yes. you were down so much. And Use you, four in a row if you have to. And you, I don't you, care. You bring up Monty, and it's just game in, game out. Early on in the games, first quarter, whatever, they're playing pretty well for the most part. And then he does the hockey change, and he takes the five starters out, puts five bench guys in, and invariably, especially against good teams like Phoenix, you know, Durant's still on the floor. Yeah. With all due respect to Evan Fournier and PJ Brown Jr. and those of that ilk, you cannot compete with that team. You have to have, and I know it sounds like we're stupid because we just said they haven't been great. You have to have Cunningham or Ivy on the floor at every one of the one of them at all times. You have to. I completely agree. And it's just it's just so disheartening because like you said, the last few games they had played pretty well, and then hello Lakers, they just dominate them, and then hello Suns, and they dominate them again. And you thought there would be some heart there with Monty going back to Phoenix. You know, maybe the players wanted to really show up for him and do that. And then you have kind of like what the the Pistons did under Dwayne Casey when they owned Toronto. 
crazy, right? right? Yeah. And I mean, dude, I you could get me on it, get me off track here, but <laughs> Dwayne Casey was better for this team than Monty Williams. It appears that way, you know. And even Dwayne Casey told us, told everybody, they needed a new voice. Well, whatever voice they're getting from Monty Williams certainly has not worked. Does it seem like there's accountability? No. That, that's what I mean by the coach taking a player out. By That play is not acceptable, dude. Like, we'll put you back in, but talk to the player in the moment right. is my, my whole thing. Because they are such young players, and they talk about a veteran presence. But what the what is Evan Fournier going to say to a player right now that they're going to be like, okay. Yeah, great. Yeah, Because he York, has such a winning pedigree. People in New York hated him. They couldn't. They were so happy to. Well, even his comment, "I'm happy to be out of New York." Well, you played three games there. Yeah, and there's probably a reason you only played three games there. And and listen, I'm going to root for him because he is on this Pistons team, and I and I think Fontecchio. That's going to be a nice pickup. He's a plays a good player on a on a good team. This dude would be a stud. Yes, coming off The, the bench. Yes, but I feel like we're so far away. Don't want to see Grimes play. He's hurt, so we haven't seen him yet. You know, you I know mean, he was okay for the Knicks up until this year. Do you remember on Hard Knocks when Dan Campbell talked about seeing the light at the end of the tunnel? Yeah. And that light's actually like a semi coming towards you. That's what it seems like with the with the Pistons. Oh, yeah. There's the only light there is is <laughs> falling off the cliff and looking at the sun there, as there, you're there, falling. There, there's nothing. There's nothing there. I, I and then. We okay. Let's get into it. Yeah, the Isaiah Stewart. Thing. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Now look, in fairness to Isaiah Stewart, we have no idea what led up to the arrest that he allegedly, you know, sucker punched Eubanks mm-hmm. of the Phoenix Suns. Nobody's saying anything <sighs> as the taping of this podcast goes. I'm sorry, you cannot go down in Piston history being best known for. A extension that is undeserved, a incident with LeBron James running around around like like Rod Allen back in the day. Yes, and being arrested in the bowels of a stadium parking lot. It sounded like when you weren't even playing. Okay, so the first when I first saw it on X, I was like, "No, that just seems like a parody account." I clicked, and it was Shams, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, "Hold on, let me make sure this is the real Shams." 2.2 2.2 million followers, and I sent it to you. And you're I like, know. What? Yeah. And I just, okay, so I was watching a clip. It was a couple of NBA players, retire guys, and they were like, if somebody in the NBA, it was after a fight or something that you would not go up against, they instantly said Isaiah Stewart. And they were like, he's about that life. And it came on the heels of earlier this year when he got ejected with Patrick Beverly. Remember that? Yeah. Beverly kind of threw his shoulder into him and he just lost his cool and pushed him, right? And it just makes me think, you got to sit this guy down. You have to suspend him too as a team. Like the league definitely will. Right. But, and regardless, like, even if stuff happened, like, there's no excuse for it, right? No. And and I saw a lot of people on X, you know, Pistons fans, I stand with Stewart, blah, blah, blah. That's weak for calling the police, blah, blah, blah. We don't know what happened, exactly. right? Exactly. And so right now we're speculating, and they're saying it was a cheap shot by them. That's the Sun saying it. Right. The Pistons put out a statement as well saying that they're aware of it. They're trying to gather facts. And then Monty Williams said after the game he was kind of – Pissed off that the Suns even said it was unprovoked because nobody knows anything. 
Somebody right. knows something. Okay, right. we exactly. know that. Exactly. Look, and you're going to believe your player, obviously, than the other guy. But yeah. what the hell? You know what else? I can't. I can't figure out the way um, security is these days. There's no surveillance camera in, in that area of the, of the arena. Uh, there definitely is. There has to be cameras all outside you, of that arena. You, you would think because they're saying there's absolutely no video right? of this. But yet there is video of Draymond punching Jordan Poole. Right. I mean, come on. There's got to be video. But even with security, right? Isaiah Stewart should have been showing up like on the team bus, right? Because it's a road game. They don't ride there themselves, do they? No. Uh, well, he was there, right? But that's I, what I'm saying. He pro- if it happened in the parking lot, it had to have been coming off the bus. And Eubanks was arriving at the same time. Right. But where's the piston security to get in between them is my thing. I, I, I don't know. Cause or they, security they, they that's definitely in- do have security that travels with them. I, I went on the... Uh, Road those games where I did play by play, yeah. That you know, the guys were out at, and I feel like those security guards are like hoping somebody does something though, so they have something to do, yes. But I just it's such a bad look right now. Only listen, if they're a 500 team, we'd be like, damn, that sucks, right? Yes, can but you imagine being an eight win team? It's like, like, okay, great, who cares? dude, we just paid you all of this money, you've been hurt the last couple weeks with a sprained ankle. I don't know, I don't know what to do with them. No, and, and and maybe you know what? Maybe he was in the right. Maybe that guy punched him in the face, and we, he right. was defending himself. We, we, right? We, we don't know. I was trying to figure out: was there any, you know, skirmish or dust up between them when the Suns came here the first time? I don't think so. I thought there was something. There must have the, been some trash talking going back and forth. There had, had to be. have been. Yeah, but like you know, maybe there's a college. I don't know. This guy Eubanks went to Oregon State. Stewart played what one year or two Washington, years? Like just Washington, one. which one year? I don't know if I didn't look to see if their you know times in, in the Pac-12 you know coincided with each other, but it's kind of weird because Eubanks has played with two other teams as well. That's, I just it's so odd, but it's just disheartening because there has been nothing positive about no. this team, Stony. I mean, well, there could be a positive. There could be. You mean what? Um, Friday night in the Rising Stars game. Oh, yeah, that's right. We got a couple pistons in that. Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran, Jaden Ivey and Jalen Duran are both playing in the Rising Stars game, which I'm a huge fan of NBA All-Star Weekend. Like, I love it, Stoney. Going back to when I was a kid and watching, um, like, NBA Inside Stuff, and they would have, like, practice footage and all that stuff. I love the All-Star practices. I'm surprised. Was it last year? What was it in Cleveland? The last year? Yeah, well, it's in Indy this year. I know. Well, should have gone this year. Well, you have responsibilities at home. Your wife's well, pregnant. But sure. I mean, last year, you didn't. I mean, I'm surprised. That's, that is you... a bucket list. Oper- have you been to one? An yes. NBA All-Star game? Yes, I covered uh, one in Miami. When I think it was in Miami, yeah, when Daly was coaching um, the Pistons, was coaching the team. So that'd be like I believe '92, because you talk about getting off the, off the tracks here. The night before, I was at a highlight fronton, you know, betting up, watching highlight when they announced over the loudspeaker that Buster Douglas upset Mike Tyson, and nobody could believe it. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. huh? So, yeah. That's where I was. You always remember that. But <laughs> yes, exactly. so for the Rising Stars, I think that 
it's going to be good. You're going to you're going to see Ivy like the true Ivy that he should be going at the rim. I mean, there's no defense played. It's a dunk contest, but it's a lot of fun for me to watch right. on Friday night. Um Saturday night I am completely completely conflicted because the biggest oh. basketball game that I want to watch oh, is yeah. 8 p.m. between Michigan State and Michigan. And that's when the dunk contest, three-point shootout, the skills competition is all going down. Curry versus Sabrina, is that going to be that night too? That's that night as well. Um, the dunk contest, already, I'm going to tell you right now, just go give that trophy to Mac McClung. He's <laughs> yeah. the kid that won last. So he's done. He's right. uh, Yeah, but I mean, even when he was in college, when he was at Georgetown and uh, I think Texas Tech was the other school he went to, the kid can fly. I've been watching his highlights since he was in high school. And I've been blown away by this kid, what he can do. So that's your automatic winner. But I just, do you still like watching NBA All-Star Saturday night? I lo- My kids loved it. I remember, you know, the year was that Dwight Howard was Superman. Oh, they incredible. Thought they, were, they, were, they thought that was great. I just don't see the creativity from the dunks anymore, so I'll watch it occasionally. That McClung still does it, cool stuff. It, like last yeah, year, he did the yes. the two seventy spin. Right. And but look, I want to see you want to see the stars do it too, and they well, Jalen Brown's in it. Yes, that's, that's true. pretty good. That I'm is, glad that he chose to do right. it. LeBron's LeBron has wussed out his whole career on that, which to me is a major check mark against him. I think he was always afraid of losing. Probably it, it had to be right yeah. because all of the greats that we talk about have done it. Right. I mean, Jordan did it. Kobe did it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. J did it. I mean, all of the greats did it. I mean, even some players that shouldn't be doing it, like Andre Drummond did it one year. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I just the three point contest. I always enjoy. Well, you, how do you not enjoy it? I yeah. mean, you'll always go back to thinking about Bird and his yes. shooting coat yeah. and just how buttery he was. It's a holiday for me. Right. And obviously we have a holiday on Monday, so then I can stay up and watch the All-Star game. Oh, that's right. And um, I love the NBA All-Star game. People will say it's no defense, it's this and it's that, but the alley-oops, the, the stuff that you get to see is so cool. I just wish there was a little more defense. Now, there's usually, if the game's close, they usually play defense. Well, because they the have the Elam minutes. ending now in the All-Star game. Yeah, which is, the great, which is but great. What I really miss, and this is going to show my age, is when they wore their own jerseys in the yes! game. And it, that was really cool. They only did it for a few years. But some of the All-Star jerseys, like the ones that just had NBA on the front, I thought were really cool. There was one in San Antonio, I want to say it was 1993. They were blue. Michael Jordan had these cool aqua sneakers that came out, the Jordan 8s. But that was a thing for the All-Star game for me that I noticed early on. Players would wear special shoes on that. Oh night. yeah, Michael Jordan would always well, debut. Well, isn't that where D. Brown did the the, the pump, pump? And he, yep, it, it was. It's been some of the more iconic moments in all of sports, or even that All Star game that Jordan played in his final game and made that shot baseline. Was it either to win it or to send it to overtime? I mean, for me as a basketball fan, I always have cherished memories of the All Star game, just moments, right? And. I mean, when Kobe went up against Jordan in the All-Star game, it was awesome. When Magic came back from HIV or whatever the absence was and he was hitting all those threes, I mean, it's memorable stuff, and I hope we continue to get it. It it would be nice. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, to me, and that shows my age, I remember when the All-Star game was like on a Tuesday night. What? Oh, yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday night during the week. And it was East versus West, and it was really, really competitive. And winning the MVP was a huge deal. And they played 
reg, it was like regular basketball. Now, granted, it was a long time ago. It's you know, forty years ago or whatever. <laughs> probably more than you know when I was what. But there were less teams, and but you got to see you know. You saw everybody. You saw everybody. Anybody and, who you wanted to see. I mean, play. even a couple years ago when Steph Curry and Luca had like they're going back and forth and hitting these deep bombs, mm-hmm. and I and I love to see who is going to be the player that is trying to go out there and get the MVP. That is always made very clearly early in the game that so and so is going to go for it. Um, I I just I'm intrigued. I hope that this break these players clear their mind. I know this is selfish to say. I kind of hope that they go into the gym and not on vacation and work on their game. <laughs> yeah. um, I understand that might not be a realistic expectation. But, Stoney, at some point, I want to hear from the players that they say that this is unacceptable. Yeah, and I, that would be nice. It just seems like we don't get those comments. No, I want to see a player come to that podium so pissed off and disgusted but it kind of goes back to what I was saying a few episodes ago, that you look at this team. What did us? What did Thompson win? Nothing. Uh, an elite championship, maybe in the G League or uh, whatever that is. Duran didn't win anything. Kate Cunningham has never won anything. Jaden Ivey has always been on a Purdue team that falls flat. Right. I mean, James Wiseman won nothing. You you just look at these guys. Marcus Sasser is probably their most decorated player if you look at winning. Right in their yeah, career, you're at right. least I with mean, Houston. Houston he but played a lot. How do you teach a player that's been very good on mediocre teams to go be a killer? Yeah, and that's what they need to do. And God hope that Monty gets that message through, and maybe one thing clicks. I don't know, Stone. I just I'm out of answers. I watch every game, and I get disheartened. And and I hope that they turn it around, and and hope that this All Star break is going to lead to positivity for the team. And in years past, you know, you would want this team to tank and have the worst record in the league so you get the best possible pick. I don't want them. If there's something to motivate them this year, don't be last place in the league, right? No. Uh, by the way, the uh, the NBA All-Star game that I went to was 1990. Okay. Which was, yes, the day after the Buster Douglas-Mike Tyson fight. It was at the Miami Arena. Magic was MVP. And uh, Chuck Daly coached the East, and they had three Pistons in the All-Star game. In 1990, Joe Dumars, Dennis Rodman, and Isaiah. And Isaiah. Yep. And that was Dennis's, I want to say it was his first All-Star I game. I believe so. Wearing those short-ass and the shorts. the starting lineup for the East was... Oh, 1990, can I guess? Yeah. Um, Isaiah started. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan started. Mm-hmm. Did Dominique start? No. Okay. Um, 1990. Um, God, who would be that big? Give me a hint. Um... He was a. He ended up being a failed college coach. Like Danny Manning? Nope. I don't know. You're close. Oh, Patrick Ewing. Yep. Um, and power forward. This is like back in the day when they actually gave them their real positions. What yes. team did the power forward play on? Um, uh, from a city that you hate for some strange reason. Oh, he was on Philly. Oh, was it Chuck? Yeah. Okay. So, and then the three was. You mentioned him in an all-star. Festivities. Dr. J? No. Larry Bird? Yes. Yeah, there we go. Okay. Yeah. So you had a God, is that a legendary team? Isaiah, Magic, Bird, Barkley, and Ewing. Barkley and Ewing just killing the rings. Coming off the bench. Parrish, McHale, Jeez. Dominique, Dumars, Reggie Miller, Scotty Pippen, and Dennis Rodman. 
Chuck Daly, the coach. It's like the dream team, essentially. <laughs> yeah, My, yes, well, 11 of the 12. That's crazy. Well, the dream and team. Isaiah. <laughs> exactly. 11 of the 12. I oh, think so he did play on the dream team. Well, okay. 11 players in the game, I think, were on the dream team. So who are your West starters? God. Magic. All right. He was MVP. Um, Jeez. Was Akeem? Yes. Um, Jeez, the power forward. Was that, like, um, worthy? Yes. Or he was the three. I don't know if you want to. Okay, but he started on that team? Mm-hmm. Jeez, who else is out there? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Same team as worthy. Byron Scott? Nope. I don't even know. He hadn't. Didn't he went through a period of life without having sex? Oh, uh, AC Green. AC Green. He started an All Star game. Yep. And uh, the other one was John Stockton. AC Green started that All Star game. Their 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 reserves, they were very good, obviously, but not like these. David Robinson, Fat Lever. Oh, love him. Tom Chambers, Rolando Blackman. The Mavs had two dudes. Carl Malone. Malone and Blackman didn't play, so they probably hurt. Clyde Drexler. Chris Mullen and Kevin Johnson, coached by Pat Riley. God. Yeah, Kevin John. I mean, he was young. I mean, how good was he with the Suns? Oh, I know. He was so incredible. Also has some of the more iconic shoes in all of sports that never came back out. He wore Converse. Oh. And they were called the Converse Rex. Him and Larry Johnson were the big uh, big spokespeople for him. Remember Larry Johnson had the Grandma yeah, stuff? Grandma, yeah. That was all for the Converse. Converse. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember, well, You've seen he was so iconic. The Larry bird Johnson. magic converse commercials. Oh yeah. yeah Even the the bird Jordan old Big Mac commercials, the horse <laughs> that they would play. Awesome, yes. It was incredible. You don't get that stuff anymore. By the Boy, way, are the we being national nostalgic. anthem that year was sung by Branford Marcel. Who the hell is that? He's a uh, jazz musician. Oh, okay. The Marcel's family. Did he hold the note like the dude at the Lions game did? <laughs> that, I, that I don't remember. One of the greatest. Okay. All-star national anthems of all time. Marvin Gaye? Marvin Gaye. Yeah, people people say that that's it is. the best one of it, all it's time. It's better than Whitney Houston. Well, Whitney's was recorded. I know. Well, they say it was. Right. We will. I guess we'll never know, but yes. I agree with that. But yeah. I, I, I'm excited for All-Star Weekend. I think you should be, too. Um, there's no re- If you're a basketball fan, you got to watch. And, oh, I and know. Then, Luckily, I'm off on Monday, thanks to the presidents of the United States yeah, of America. Yeah, I'll be off for a few weeks. Yes. Yeah, and speaking of that, before we end, Stoney, I yeah. just want to say thank you. It's kind of a full circle moment for me. Um, I don't know if you know this, but when I was in like sixth, seventh grade, so that was probably, what are you in sixth grade, 12? Yeah. So it was probably 1995 I first started listening to you. Wow. Never would I have imagined that I would be sitting here working with you. It's an honor, Stoney. You've lowered yourself. No, it is because, I mean, even when I started working Pistons games early on, you would be there. I would see you. I knew who you were. Dude, you're a staple in this town. I appreciate you doing this with me. I like having fun with you. We're still going to do it. I know. Yes. I just want to say thank you for being on the air and entertaining me since I was 12 years old, Stoney. That's 28 years, dude. You've helped me in so many ways just... Being we, you and your we have a good knowledge time. of the web and all that great and, stuff. And, you know, even though you gave up on Otani after two innings, <laughs> was that that wasn't in your two grand slam today? Because I heard you gave up on Brett Favre early on, yes, too. Yes, yes. But I just want to say thank you, Stoney. Hey, You've been great for us, and I just wanted to take the moment and do it. So. All right. Uh, enjoy your all-star break. Next week, another episode of Restore the Floor. Yeah, you're not on vacation, are you? Yeah, I will, but... Uh, we'll figure a, it out. We'll uh, make something a happen. Thing called a laptop and his, you know, oh, yeah, these beautiful things yeah. called a computer nowadays. Yes, exactly. <laughs>